Thanks for having me. If this is your first time tuning in, this is a show with no particular reason and no particular topic at any point. We just do our best to talk for a while, and then we go home. How long have you had those hiccups, Josh? Uh, Going on eight-ish hours. It's been a rough day. Have you tried to just hold your breath? I have several times. It gets worse. Has anybody scared you? I don't get scared. (laughs) (laughs) If only. So, for those of you on YouTube, if I ever decide to put this on YouTube, um, you can see we have a bowl of cereal. Well, I have a cup of cereal, but we have bowls of cereal here with us. It's actually a mug. It's a mug of cereal. We have... Bulls here also, and in front of the computer we have with us our first cereal discussion. A while ago, I had a blog where I would just talk about cereal, and I would give my opinions on cereal because I had nothing better to do, and I kind of let it die off, but I thought now that we have a podcast, it'd be a fun thing to kind of come back to. So these are my opinionos as well as the rest of the crew, so as we do this podcast, we're going to eat Kellogg's Schmore cereal and make comments on it. As we feel inclined to. So, first instinct, pretty good. Well, are you going to pass out the bowls and let us all have a taste? You're, you're an adult. You can do it yourself. Uh, I can't grab the box or the almond milk. Oh, my goodness. Just ask. Would you like a bowl or a mug? No, I'm all, I'm all set. I like that it's sponsored by the Olympics. What, s'mores? So, uh, I know Michael Phelps is out there eating a bowl of s'mores cereal before he All swims right. the fastest time ever recorded by so, human. this is sentimental to me. I haven't had this since uh, I was at a sleepover at a friend's house in third or fourth grade. Whenever these first came out, I remember seeing the commercial on Nickelodeon. Wait, Luke, are you going to have a bowl? You'll have a bowl. Okay. Should I go grab another bowl? There's only two bowls. <laughs> You can have a mug. We weren't prepared for this. <laughs> Jared has exactly <laughs> two bowls. You, you it's up to you. I'll take a mug if you don't want it. You, you can take a mug. Okay. I, I want the Give bowl. me a mug of s'mores. In Jared's home, he has exactly six. two cereal bowls and four I spoons. I also have exactly four spoons, so if you guys don't mind, we're gonna have to, I'm, I'm going to have to do dishes after this. He, he only saves his bowls for those special times when he brings a lovely lady back to the house. Yeah. Are we just allowed to dig in? Or? Yeah. Yep. Uh, now, I I think you need to do this like we're doing a wine tasting. You need to... Can you pass me the almond oh, milk? Let me shake it up for you. It smells almost entirely like chocolate, because I think that's mostly what it is. It kind of smells like hot chocolate powder, though. Oh, yeah. Sugar and chocolate and cocoa and... Oh, it's got marshmallows, too. Though. Part of your balanced breakfast, apparently. All right. So, is this as good as I remember? This program is brought to you by Great Value Unsweetened Almond Milk. Mm-hmm. Why pay for the brand name? Okay. It's, I mean, sentimental. I it kind of has a nut flavor to it. Yeah. yeah. It's not so much s'more. It's got like an almondy kind of flavor to like it. An almondy kick to the backside. Yeah. Like. If I were to put this in my hierarchy of s'more-flavored things, it would go s'more-flavored Pop-Tarts. Uh, you like No. And then this. This would definitely be lower on the totem. Yeah. No. Uh, s'more-flavored Oreos Pop-Tarts? S'mores no. yet? Like s'more-flavored Oreos? Is that mm-hmm. a thing? Yeah. That's a thing. Did you cool. hear about the new flavor they're coming out with? Buttered popcorn? I've tried those, Ashley. It's interesting. That sounds disgusting. It's odd. So, yeah, well, we eat this. I guess we can 
find other things to talk about so you don't just continue to hear our munching in your ear. Unless you're into that. And then in which case, right. play this in loop for a Give couple Give us that of first topic, my dude. All right, so I'm not one that really listens to podcasts as much. That's more of Jared's thing. Slash, I don't know if Michael Luke listened to podcasts, but... I do. Okay, so I was wondering, what makes a podcast different than, like, a radio station? Like, what... What is about this that is different than, like, your standard radio station? Well, uh, you want to take this one, Luke? Sure. Uh, what I found is the topics are usually more pointless, but that could probably just be the podcasts I've listened to. Yeah. But it fun- makes it way more entertaining because you just end up in a pool of random crap every time. A, uh... <laughs> Thanks, Mike. A podcast is more about, like, conversation and people just sort of going back and forth like holding a conversation with someone radio is very uh it's very planned and scripted especially like morning radio like tonight or no i guess that wouldn't be yeah tonight we got tickets for that exclusive concert but first be the ninth caller for your chance and they do like the wacky sounds but with a podcast, it's more of just, like, friends sitting around. At least the ones I listen to. They're, like, comedians. Can you swear on podcasts? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, we've sworn on this one already. No, I already. know we have, but, like, yeah. radio, you're not allowed to swear. Like, Do we have to bleep censored, it? Which like, is really weird because, like, I feel like kids nowadays, like, like don't listen to the radio. You might hear swearing. Like, I, I can't hear a oh. mom saying that versus, like, a TV show. Yeah. Like, It doesn't matter anymore. As someone that works in a school, swear, swearing is rampant at all ages. It doesn't matter what we would say on this show. It can't be anything worse than what they either see on TV or on their YouTube channels. What's the new uh, hot word in the school these days? Last year, we went around with fire, dank, lit. Um, I've oh, heard yeet too much. Y-E-E-T. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I've been asked to say it and I refuse. I think it's silly, but that's a thing. Um... I'd have to think about it. Maybe throughout the show, I'll kind of pepper in is things lit, I've heard most. Lit still. I've heard that a few times. I think that kind of died, died out a little bit, though. Do people still say bro? Um, I don't know. I feel like they probably do. I don't know if it's sarcastic or not, but I still I I just miss like from the days that we were in high school and like stoked was the hot word. Getting stoked, stoked. on it. Stoked. Uh, man, a lot at the end of like every sentence. Hey, man. Hey, man. How's it going, man? Does guy get thrown around? Hey, guy. <laughs> no guy. That's a good guy. one. I, like I, I say it a lot at school. But. So, yeah. Anyways, radio. I like radio voices. Like the one Jared did. Like, I like... Coming up at quarter of five, we got the new song from Katy Perry. But first, a word from our sponsors. Exactly. Like, I don't understand... Like, why that is? Like, when that started or why that started? Like, Color number five gets a gift card to JCPenney's. Like, we have the one around here. Rock in the Valley. Sesquahanna Valley's home of Rock and Coming up next, we got Ted Nugent and Cat Scratch Fever. I mean, I could go I, off on a tangent about Elvis Duran. Well, that's guys, not, I was just going to bring that up. You guys up, have actually. all heard me bitch about him. Um, I do not like him at all. I think it's really annoying. Like, when he starts his show out, it's like, Elvis Duran is in the building. Like, I guarantee you nobody has ever been like, oh, my God, it's Elvis Duran, the rat-faced man walking into our building. <laughs> they probably never said that. They've probably just like, who the fuck is this guy walking into our building? And, oh, it's, 
He's a radio DJ. I have no idea about who any radio DJs are besides yeah. Ryan Seacrest. But I will say those morning talk shows, I think that's considered like your prime spot radio-wise. feels more like a podcast. I mean, like Elvis Duran at least feels like more conversational. Yeah. You get like, into like Ryan Seacrest and there's like three seconds of talking. Yeah. Like, El- like Elvis Duran, Bob and Tom's show, there's like a free beer and hot, beer wings. hot wings. Those are, those are podcast-esque. Um, but Elvis Duran, like... I don't know. It's podcast but I don't think it's in any of the same boat as like what Bob and Tom is. Like no. they're in a different league, a lower league. What? Who is that guy from Saved by the Bell? Like uh, Mario Street. Lopez. Mario, Mario Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like one of like the two things he does. Like Mario Lopez is he a does now do an act, like a later at night. Yeah, like he does like Ryan Seacrest. Kinda. So he's, he's like, like he's now radio shows and like beauty pageants. He'll do like that's this like, week's Billboard Top Forty. Like, if American Idol's like, we gotta get Ryan here this week, and he's like, oh, I'm sick, I just can't come in, they're like, gotta Mario get Ryan's Lopez. backup, get Mario Lopez here, like, he's just a backup Ryan Seacrest. Hmm. I okay. mean, I'd settle for backup Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, I, I don't know, besides American Idol and the Rockin' whatever New Year's Eve Dick countdown, Clark. what is? He's, yeah, he's still, he, still he, Dick Clark, even though Ryan yeah. Seacrest is like... I'm sure he makes... Out very well. Oh, yes. He does, hands down. On American Idol Money alone, I'm sure he's good. Yeah. Like, can I yeah, have more s'mores? He's yeah. more than set. I like that. Yeah. Man, like, I was about uh, to have a second cup. Uh, American Idol for like a year or two. They're like, oh man, we just can't get the followers anymore. Nobody's watching it. And then, like, after two years, they're like, we need to bring American Idol back. It's going to be better than ever. Yeah. Well, I liked like new network, new hosts, new. Like, yeah. they brought Katy Perry in as a judge, and like, most of the show that, like, I've never watched it. Fully, but I've only seen like clips of just like Katy Perry making guests uncomfortable. Yeah, she she apparently like she'll hit on contestants. Mm-hmm. She'll yeah, apparently it's pretty awkward. I've actually heard a rumor about her that she kissed a girl and she liked it. That's not a rumor. That's not a rumor. <laughs> that song is a hit. I don't care. I I love that song. That still holds up. For you, Reliant K fans out there, fun fact: I think. The lead singer of Alliance K, Matt, used to date Katy Perry way back in the day. Huh. I don't know if this is I don't know if this is true, but I've heard from a reliable source that it is true. So. Well, Katy Perry used to sing like gospel music. There's a plot twist. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, she was actually fun fact. She's uncredited in the thing because it was just like backing harmonies. She was on a uh, POD track, <coughs> "Goodbye oh. for Now," back in '06. Fun fact, Katy Perry was actually the littlest sister on Full House. <laughs> That's a false fact. I don't know enough about Full House to correct you, but I'm pretty sure you're wrong. If you say she was anything, the oldest daughter on Family Matters. If you say anything with confidence, someone out there will believe you. And that's all that matters. Fake news. Dogs can't look up. Dogs cannot look up. They can tilt their head up, but their eyes cannot look up. I dare you to challenge this. I dare you to go home and stare at your dog in the face for a while and... My dog, my dog has a lazy eye, though. <laughs> so he can kind of point up. He can kind of look wherever. No, he just kind of looks to like the right and left. Like when he's really focused on something, he'll be sitting on the couch and he'll be like, "Oh my god, something happened outside!" <laughs> and then his eyes will go like uh, the opposite ways, and he'll. Well, yeah. you're okay. So your factory standard dog, in the order that it was made to be, will not be able to look up. Yeah, probably. Uh, my dog is like this substitute teacher we had in middle school who I recall sitting in the locker room and uh, 
he had a lazy eye, uh, for anybody out there that wasn't paying attention. Um, he had a lazy eye, and I remember him yelling at this one kid, and this other kid said, why are you yelling at me? And he's like, I'm not even looking at you. And he's like, oh, God, I can't even tell where your eyes are looking. Was that, then, was that Shane? Yeah, and Mr. Sweeney had no idea what to say to him because he was trying to yell at somebody across the bench, but he was looking right at Shane because of his lazy eye. Yeah, I, I was in that class. Yeah, Mrs. Hicks. Uh, oh, ooh, we shouldn't say names. Uh, uh, we'll believe Mrs. that. Mrs. Hickerson. We could, yeah, Mrs. Hickerson. We'll she that. had probably one of the worst. Um, she wasn't really mean, though. No, but she, she looked nice. like she was mean, but she wasn't really mean. Heart of gold. Yeah. Heart of gold. She got a bad rap, but that's from a class that was terrible. So any sort of opinion our class had on any sort of teacher is invalid. Isn't that, that was our class? Yeah, oh, we yeah. Were, we were the worst. What, whatever happened? Because in elementary school, like, every teacher was like, the class before you was awful. And then we hit, hit like, high school, and everyone was like, your class was Yeah, sucks. weeks. I don't we, know. We had no sympathy for lazy eyes. <laughs> well, Apparently <that's> not. <laughs> we do not hold back on anyone that has any sort of ocular disability. So have we gotten to our first topic? or? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was... We just, just ra- free, free just radio right. versus podcast. Like I just, my point is, I think the voices are cool, and I wish that I could talk in a voice like this all the time. But I just don't have the energy. My oh, throat would dry out. If you eat more chia seeds, you'll have more energy for that. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Fun fact: I bought a bag of chia seeds today, so good to go. Did you just scarf them down for free energy. No, I mix them into protein balls. Now, is there like a typical like name brand for like seeds like that, or is that just like whatever you buy is? I get fine. Nature's promise. Is that like no? Is that like the catalogs of like seeds? Uh, I think it's just the generic giant brand. Yeah, say, probably. I, I get them from Wangers, and they repackage them, and you don't, uh, you don't, you have no idea where they're coming from. Yeah, we have a store in <laughs> they town. They get them from the cartel. The bag was just ripped open, yes. and they put it in a yeah. like grocery. We have a store in town that just. Where do they get their merchandise? Like it's a bunch of really weird. Like it's like damaged goods sometimes. Uh, the or? Mexican cartel. Sure. Yeah, the Mennonite folk in our town get food from the Mexican cartel, and it's, like, damaged goods, but sometimes it's, like, stuff that's, like, out of season, so, like, they always have Valentine's Day candy, and there's always, like, Easter bunnies that you can buy, and the one time I was there, I actually, I bought a box of Cheerios, but it was in Arabic, which I thought was funny. It's the only reason I bought it, actually. Like, it was in Arabic, and I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I guess so. Like, that was weird. It's a ghost. Um, they would, if you had, like, a toy prize... They would rip the box open and then tape it back shut because they would like get rid of the prize. Oh, you guys have your phone on the table, don't you? You're probably picking up cell reception. It's probably doing that boop 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 noise. Typical Jared. Got to go into airplane mode. I remember when we recorded the uh, first BE album. Uh, there was tons of cell phone interference, like on tracks, and it was awful. We were just really popular guys, and we couldn't get away from the popularity. Pretty sure it was actually just like our moms texting us and being like, are you coming home? Yet? Are you coming home tonight? Why is your underwear laying in the living room? <laughs> Tyler, your balls are hanging out. <laughs> That's actually a funny story. So we have a friend of ours that used to wear underwear that was way too small for him. And the one time his, what was it, his sister? No, his mom. His mom, okay. Like, he was sitting in, like, the living room in his underwear, and, like, his mom came in. No, no, his sister came in and acted disgusted and turned around and walked out. Oh, yeah. And then she got his mom. That's what happened. Yep. Sister came in, acted like she was disgusted. Tyler didn't know why. Then his mom came in and was like, Tyler, your balls are hanging out. balls are hanging (laughs) out. 
he was just like sitting on his couch naked in his like little baby underwear, right? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like the worst part, the underwear were like superhero themed too. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a flash. Like, yeah, like a really small flash underwear. Was that when he was going through his mass gaining stage? Yes. Yeah. So he was really hot all the time. Tyler, our friend, um, went through a mass gaining stage where he put on a lot of weight and he would come. We talked about this last week where he would slap his belly across the table and do all these other <laughs> things that normal it was, and what he would do, he massier would, people do. He'd get home from work, basically eat a block of cheese and drink a half gallon of milk and pass out. It's like the, the same couch. thing. <laughs> forgot about that drinking the milk and pass that out. But he would get so hot and his family would have their air conditioner set to like 50 degrees and they'd be <laughs> running 24-7 but their house was still never cold enough. And, uh, Tyler would walk around in baby underwear, and that was it, I guess. Um, he also had what was called My Kid Brother, um, where he would hide in various spots in his house and have it doing the dishes and having it uh, doing the wash and stuff, and then he'd sit, stand at the top of the stairs just to scare his mom. But if you're not familiar with My Kid Brother, it's like a three-foot doll that's kind of lifelike looking. It's pretty creepy. Did, did you go into the 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 no wipe poop? The what? The no wipe poop? Oh, the time uh, apparently we were all down in Tyler's basement and his mom came down. <laughs> Who just used the bathroom and didn't flush? <laughs> and we all just looked at her like, what? It's like someone took a massive shit and didn't flush the toilet. We were like, that had to have been Tyler. And she just kind of shakes her head and goes back upstairs. They didn't wipe either. <laughs> I was not there. No, you Miss were because, Ty- you, because Tyler then finally fessed up. And you were like, Tyler, you didn't take a wipe? Like, dude, I hopped right in the shower. That ruins the whole shower. <laughs> you guys like had a, an argument about... Oh, Tyler also used to uh, take poops in his uh, sister's litter box. And, yeah, at one point he was shitting in the litter box, and I believe it was underneath his sister's bed or something. No, that was the time he pooped on a paper towel and put it underneath her bed. (laughs) Um, But anyway, he would poop in the litter box, and her mom and his... Yeah, his mom and her sis- his sister would, were really concerned about it, so they had to take the cat to the vet because it was <laughs> larger than normal cat poops, obviously. Cat and uh, I don't even think he'd bury it. I think he'd just poop right on top of the glitter, and <laughs> yeah. it would just sit there. Go out in the garage and take it uh, Yeah, so the moral of the story, his mom and his sister took the cat to the vet because it was pooping larger poops than normal. Hmm. I think I heard a story, I think. George Clooney or somebody did that to his roommate. That's why. Once. That's why Tyler did. Yeah, it. Yeah, like the exact same thing interview. happened. Yeah, like, it was. It was an inspired event. Yeah, and it wasn't like, original. Well, what's consistent though? The outcome is still somebody takes the cat to the vet because they're concerned. <laughs> it's large. These large turds are larger than normal. <laughs> so now vets are going to be asking when people come in with abnormal cat turds. It's like, do you have a roommate that could be pooping in your cat's litter box? Else that could be pooping in the litter box. There was a piece of corn in the poop. My cat does not eat corn that I know of. Uh, okay. All right, buddy. Am I the only one that brought... No, I did too. Okay. okay. That's right. to say. So. Got to prepare these things. We're ever going to make money as, off this. As Josh and I had mentioned in the first episode, we were talking about 
it's getting to the point soon where we need to get some new jobs. Uh, ones that we're a little more satisfied with. So I decided to pull up some interview questions Ooh. that you might be potentially facing. And I want to see, answer them how you would answer it in the job, and then give me your honest answer. So two answers. All right. Yeah. I get it. I get the direction. All right. What are your biggest weaknesses? All right. So my interview answer would be, I work far too hard, and I take my job far too seriously. All right. So what are you thinking really on the inside? I have a nervous bladder. The, since turning like 22, like my bladder has gotten consistently weaker, and any time I have to do anything where it will be inconvenient to pee, I have to suddenly pee really bad. All right. My roommate in college <laughs> used to have to do speeches. Uh, his name was Colin. And he, before he would go have to do a speech, he didn't get nervous peace. He got nervous poops. Um, that sounds like So, it, yeah, he used to That's go awful. to the bathroom multiple times and have nervous poops instead of peas. Peas are a little bit easier because there's just a urinal involved. So, like, now that I work in a school, like, I pee all the time. Like, I'm just tossing in the bathroom. Are you nervous to talk in front of the kids? No, it's just in general. Like, it's just inconvenient for me to have to go to the bathroom. Like, I can't leave a room full of... <laughs> Excuse me. That was a triple-decker hiccup. I right. can't leave Ready? a room full of kids. <gasps> All right, this didn't work the first time, but I can't leave a room full of kids by themselves, so I can't pee. So it makes it inconvenient, which means I have to pee. I have to pee more. It's a snowball. It's unfortunate. But anyways, this is me at times too. All right, it's so right. I I pretty much had a similar answer <laughs> for the the biggest weakness, and and that's what they expected. Like, oh, you know, I get so engrossed in my work, I'm a hard worker, and I lose track of time. Really, it's like, well. To tell you the truth, I hope after the first couple of months, I'm still wanting to come to this place and show up. See, I wish, like, interview quite... Like, does anybody honestly believe you guys when you say, I am the hardest worker you've ever I met? Know. Like, like I, I would rather... You, you, you have to exaggerate. You have to, like... That's absolutely what I yourself. hate. And that's in what I hate interviews. about interviews. Yes. This is unfortunate, because if I was in a position of power, Wait. I would want to, like, I would see right through that BS and have, want to have yeah. somebody tell me, think like, of, legitimate. Think of all the people that'll, like, put in a two weeks or, like, leave, and it's like, oh, they didn't tell that in the interview. No one is fully... You have to, like, embellish, and it just... I yeah. hate the interviewing process. I that, hate cover letters also. Uh, yes, no, you know what's worse than cover letters? When they have you fill out an application, submit a resume and a cover letter, and then the application is the exact same information yep. you put on your resume and cover letter, yeah, and right. you spend three hours submitting yeah. your application. Like, no, it's, it's hell. I mean, resumes, we, we got a pile of resumes uh, at my place of employment, and if anything was beyond two pages, there was four of us looking over to them, uh, if anything was beyond two pages, we automatically put it in, like, the no pile. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, it, if I have to read that much, like, I have a thousand other things to do with the day. I can't be looking at two-page resumes. So a pointer out there, do not write two-page resumes. Yeah. No, that's a good... No, a resume should be one page. Yeah, and everybody tries the... to put their skills. I'm uh, pretty good at guitar, you know. Uh, yeah, for the but skill it, section, there should be, like, five like that, skills that, that are relevant either. to the job. Yeah. I've always been told to have a shorter resume, if anything, and yes. have it stuff that's catered, that you know that's oh, catered yeah. to the job that you're applying for, not yeah, just your general skills. Like, I'm okay, I can color between the lines. Um, I'm okay at that. I'm, uh, I've I've, I'm really good at climbing ladders. Um, like, those skills, like, stuff like that. Everybody, everybody who is under the age of 35 
is adequate in Microsoft Office. Do not put that on your resume. Nobody gives a crap. You obviously know how to type a Word document. That's fair. That's my That's rant. Fair. All right. <laughs> Question number two. Where do you see yourself in five years, Josh? Um, I see myself continuing to work hard at this particular job, doing my best to meet your needs and hire. I hope to, in five years, improve the company substantially at the point when I enter it. Man, you're good at this. <laughs> so that's well. I was a business major, so there were several times I had to like do video interviews where like I wasn't actually being interviewed, but I just had to like record my my answer. So I've learned to talk BS for lots of reasons. But so, what do you really feel? So, where do I see myself in five years? Um, probably not here. If I'm going to be honest, dead. I get <laughs> I burn out far too easy to work a dead end business job. I don't really care about what your business does, probably, mm-hmm. unless your business is like perfectly catered to my person. I'm like, hey, at this job, you're going to be eating cereal. and If someone comes into the office with a gun, I'll jump in front of the bullet. Say, I'll take the hit. Speaking of cereal. Are we, are we a... Yeah, yeah, ahead, buddy. yeah. No, it's fine. Sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm not going to fold it. So my honest answer, in five years, realistically, if not here, I burn out far too easy. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I would have put as well. It's what I also would have been like... Dude, so much can change in five years. I don't... Okay, I'm in a pretty good job right now, but Jared, Josh, and Luke, what are your dream jobs? Can I give my dream goal? Yeah, 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 go ahead with that. Yeah, I'm looking for anything dreamy. So, I want a job where I benefit people and I feel good about it. Like, I want at the end of the day to be like, I provided a service. I don't care what that service is really at this point, but... I provided a service, and it makes those people happy. Yeah. If I can make I people like happy, I'll be happy with my job. Yeah, might not be the answer. perfect job, but I'll be happy with it. I like that. I guess for me, on the same lines, I like helping people. Like, what I do now, like, and what I've done over college, like, I, like, I got to work with kids, and it was, like, kind of summer campy. It was, like, counseling and mentoring, and I like that stuff. It's just there's no pay in it. So if I could keep, if I could make a better salary and have benefits for, like, just working with kids and just mentoring kids, I would enjoy that a lot. You could become a child therapist. That's true, but with the degree I have now and the school I would have to go to, I would have to take out a lot more student loans, and that's the Student loans are the most unfortunate thing in the world. (laughs) They really are. They're the worst. Jared? Oh, besides being in a rock band. (laughs) Well, like a realistic goal, honestly, I just want to actually be able to get up out of my bed and not dread going to my job like I already do. Um, I would like to be able to make more that I can live off more than like 12 bucks of groceries a week. So... I'll live in a little more comfortably. Not to say that, like, I'm uncomfortable. I could be in a worse situation. It could be way worse. But I would definitely... I mean, I like working in the whole healthcare because it's like you know you're actually providing a service. Like, so that's that's the nice part of it. The only downside is it's just when you're really low on the totem pole, it's just like your efforts go unnoticed and... I feel like underappreciated and not, not necessarily like I, I like my boss, my manager, but it's like, we're such a tiny part of a bigger machine where it's like, even our boss, like she doesn't get as noticed as other parts. So I don't know. 
But where I'd, I, I would give the same answer. I'd say, oh, I'm still here working with the company in five years. Really? No. Depends. All right. Question number three. What animal would you pick that best describes your personality? I guess my serious answer, I'd be a hawk. Because a hawk is really good at perceiving minute things and seeing problems. And they can also, they have great foresight. Like, they know what they need to do and they know what they need to get there. That would be my fake answer. So you're hungry. I'm hungry for progress. So you like swooping down on unsuspecting people and taking advantage of them and killing them. Well, for certain businesses, that's exactly what you need to be. Very good traits for car sales. (laughs) All right, my real answer, um, probably like a tortoise. Like, I, I like to take my time and... If it goes a day where I haven't moved a whole lot of feet, but I'm just in the sun enjoying myself, that's fine with me. I like to be a spot for birds to land and take a little break and then fly off. I'm okay with living like that. Yeah, I like that. So Go ahead. How about you? All right. So I guess if I were to answer it properly, I should say I'm a dog because I'm loyal and I'm there to basically be your pet <laughs> like do what you tell me to do yes daddy yes daddy yes daddy. <laughs> um really my answer would be uh probably a possum i don't really have much of a use i'm just kind of there you eat ticks i eat ticks but other than that i'm just kind of uh there with poor eyesight and people like to go out and beat me in the woods if, any, if anything threatening comes along, you play dead? Yeah, I, really I play dead. Like, when when crisis happens, I play dead. <laughs> and ticks are a metaphor for crunching reports. So, Jared, would you please crunch these reports? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> or I'd call myself a fox, but not in, like, the good traits of being, like, cunning. I'd say I'm more, like, conniving. <laughs> You're furry and soft. Yeah, I'm furry and soft. I have traits of both a dog and a cat. Jared is in his mid- mid-20s. He's not as silver fox as these older gentlemen uh, <laughs> swooing the younger ladies are. I mean, Jared does swoo younger ladies. Yeah. With his hair. <laughs> All right, so here's the final one. Now, brace yourself. Out of all the other candidates we're looking at, why should we hire you? That's a hard one to like fully answer because I don't know what the other candidates are like going to be. But I guess as my fake answer, I'd be because I just I bring just so much positivity and motivation. Like I can't see anyone else being more positive and motivated than I am. But realistically, my answer would be um, I'm only pretty free to pick up things. Like if at any point you call me in the evening, I'm going to be there to like, oh, we need you to, <laughs> we need someone to come in to work on this project. Like there is a high percent chance I'll be free to do that. Yep. Just because of my social life, I'm just, I just have so much time to do things. And also, um, I'm really good at kind of like tedious tasks. Like, like, hey, you need to sit here and you need to separate the colors of all these beads. And you gave me a bucket of beads. I can definitely get it done with yeah. no complaints. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the solution for that first answer is uh, you can't promise you are going to be the best candidate, but you can promise to be the best candidate you can be. And you will work as hard as you can. I'm the best me there is. Yes. Yeah. And then someone out there, your mom sheds a tear and smiles. And that's that's how I would go about the question. Obviously, you'd say what you can bring and 
But really, on the inside, I'd be saying, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sure there's at least three other candidates that are more qualified than me. So, honestly, it's all up to you. I don't, I can't make the decision. I wasn't here doing the interviews. That's your job. I give great hugs. I'm a yeah. wonderful hugger, so if at any point you need, hey, I need a hug. I'm like, sensitive, and I will cry if you don't give me this <laughs> job right now. So I have an interview question for you. This was asked Ooh. at an interview. Bring that it. I, that I recently had. <laughs> How many it. balloons does it take to fill this room? I hate these stupid philosophical ones. I did, too. Um, like full balloons or like right open-ended? That's exactly what Ooh. I asked. asked what mm. are the size of the balloons? If I'm going full balloons, I'm saying about 4,000 in here. So, like, in the basement, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, in the basement. In this room, um, I'm going to say that there are empty balloons, and I'm going to say three million. Okay, so you went empty. Yeah, empty balloons. I think there's going to be a lot more than that if they were to Three million? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I like to let, give the balloons, like, their own space to stretch out. Like, I don't like, I don't like to over-cram things. I don't like to over-exert myself is what my fake answer would have continued to be. Oh, wait, should we do fake answers? Is there, like, a fake answer and a real answer to this? Well, I think you pretty much nailed it. I'll say fake answer as many as you tell me to put in here. I don't think there's a real answer to that one. It's always a... Yeah, that one's rather cryptic. I'd say I think that would be a fun way to, like, judge candidates. Like, if you actually knew and had a number and whichever candidate came closest to guessing, they got the job. (laughs) You just don't care about anything else. It's like, they got the balloon question right. To say, like, this... The position they're applying for is not important, so I really just want someone who can guess really well for no reason whatsoever. That's pretty good. Although, I mean, to be fair, pretty much all interviews should be based on personality anyways. So. Really yeah. should. Yeah. I agree on I that. just, I don't know. I can't stand the, every time I do an interview, it's just uncomfortable trying to talk yourself up. I just feel like, what's that? I don't know. I mean, potentially I could be in the position of an interviewer one day and just all those BS questions. Like, I would try to bake, break the brown boundaries and break, like, like, break, yeah. break the break the break but the like, brownies. I don't know. Like as Mush an interviewer, asking those questions as an interviewer is almost as lazy as what it is for the interviewee to answer those answers. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I've, like you obviously didn't do your homework either to be asking the most common questions asked in an interview. I mean, I was one third of an interviewer at one point. Yeah, for the township, we interviewed a guy. It was pretty cool. I got to sit on the other side of the desk. Hmm. We asked pretty straightforward questions, just like background. We were like, yeah, yeah and, you know what you're doing. And that's like most of uh, the first couple interviews I had were pretty straightforward. But the last two that I had were they gave me some of those some of those <clears throat> questions where it's like, lady, this isn't my job. Like, I'm, I'm not I don't want to talk up myself make all these hefty promises. Like, because how do you feel about the candidate? Because this position had a lot of turnover. So how do you feel about the candidates that you hire that talk themselves up and then leave in three months? It's like... You know how they uh, they ask you a question, if you have any questions at the end? Mm-hmm. It's always fun to throw questions back at them that yeah. are, like, <laughs> like more in-depth thought, like... If you were in my position, what do you wish you knew about the company right now? That What's your may- pronoun? Sure. <laughs> That's dangerous territory. Are there any what ghosts? Are the primary colors? Do you suffer from any <laughs> mental illnesses? How haunted is the basement? <laughs> Have you ever fantasized about workplace violence? Jared, is your basement haunted? Just... No. 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 Okay. Maybe it's too someday. new. Yeah, it's way too new. There are some dead deer ghosts over there. No. 
what are they gonna do? Just <laughs> run away? Yeah. Bust <laughs> through the glass. Yeah. So while we're talking, I haven't heard the kids say this, but I remember some people our age saying that they use the word ratchet as a description for something good. They said, man, that's ratchet. I thought ratchet was like kind of like bad. Yeah, like grungy, like you're just kind of like sloppy. But that's ratchet. Say, like that's ratchet. That's what that's, I remember I from like when we were in high school. Like ratchet well, it's just was like, like, when like we were in like late college. Like I remember yeah. like someone was home and like they referred to something as ratchet. And I've heard ever, several other people like call things ratchet, and like I don't understand what that means. Ratchet. I remember ratchet being like the girl at a club that would have like beer spilled on her, and she'd be really sweaty, and her hair was just kind of greasy looking. Her makeup yeah. was running, and she I, was still whipping yeah, her hair. Like that's say, what like, I remember. Like ratchet. Sloppy was how I, I thought ratchet was described. I think the term you're looking for is wretched. Okay, yeah, that's fair, but like... But ratchet I, was actually like I a term. I think there was some kid who had no idea what he's talking about, and look at, he was like, look at that ratchet person. He was going for wretched. I think that's how they started. Maybe, I guess, but like either way, like I don't want to interpret it as a bad thing, though, because ratchets are good in my view. Like They're not a sloppy thing. They're like, oh, I need to tighten this, so I get a ratchet, and the ratchet tightens yeah, it. Yeah, the tree's on top of my car. I need to ratchet it down. Exactly. Yeah. I guess I don't understand the term. It's so weird. I don't know where our generation comes up with these things, but they do somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's no, a pretty no dank term, whatsoever. Josh. Dank. Oh, my goodness. I yeah, dank, too. That's dank a good is dank good. term. Yeah. 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 Dank is good? That's, well, that doesn't sound good to dank, me at all. The dank, res. dank is, yeah, like for weed and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like oh, smell that. It smells dank. Do people still say dank? Pretty sure. Dank is, they do. I hear it. Huh. Dank is also how I would imagine someone describing, like, a prison or a dungeon or a basement. Like, man, that is a dank and dirty basement. It's dark and dank. Dark and dank, yeah, Isn't that's just dank not... like an actual descriptive word though? It is, but I, the way it's now used, it isn't. It's like, not... Yeah, dank. that is. Dank is a word that high school kids use and middle school kids use. Like, they were... They were referred to memes as dank, which I don't understand. Well, I remember trying to push the word bodacious. Bodacious, yeah, sweet. I uh, remember, I remember seeing or listening to it in a Rugrats episode where uh, they were changing one of the baby's diapers, and they're like, "Whoa, that is one bodacious load." That was where I heard it, uh, <laughs> but I always loved that one. I'm still holding out for Okie Dokie to come back around. <laughs> Like someday, I know that Okie Dokie is going to be cool to say. And I'm oh, I still, I still it. pepper in Okie Dokie. Okie Dokie. Granted, it's only with text with Josh, but that's true. Uh, we still. Say, I say Okie Dokie all the time. I love Okie Dokie. I say Okie Dokie very often. No, it's a good, it's a good one. How do you spell um, that? How do you spell O K E Y D O K E Y? Okay, because I also see O K I E and then D O K I E. That's a good one too. It turns into Okie Dokie. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta toe the line. I can't wait till Duckin comes back around. Like, what the duck is that? Or like, that's Duckin awesome. I still use that occasionally. Like My that. iPhone auto corrects to ducking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's usually why it happens. Is I'm too lazy. Who to the duck it. says that? There's been a couple of times where like I've sent people messages and I felt really good about it and then, like I went back and like they didn't reply for a while and I looked at the message and like it's just like incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah, just, absolute like, nonsense. Did you guys ducking see this thing? <laughs> that there's like a lot of time when I go to type four, I put an I instead of an O, so it's just fur. <laughs> like all right, that's there. And then like there's like a bunch of other parts where it's just weird vowels in places and words that are like together and then have more extra vowels in between. It's a mess. Yeah. Is ducking actually like a verb though? I don't think well, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a duck. Like, oh, but walk up for a frisbee duck, and then you... <laughs> How often do people in, like, iPhone conversations use the word ducking? Like, that's ducking awesome. Like, <laughs> get down! <laughs> how often do you think... 
how often do you think people actually get out of the way when someone says duck? Because most of the time when I hear the person duck, like, like, yeah, like I look up. You look like, at the yeah. person yelling it. Yeah, like how often do people actually get out of the way? When Heads up! Duck? Who's saying that? Ah, <laughs> uh, duck. Yeah, honestly, if someone's if a ball's coming toward them, you're better off just like staying silent. Because if you say the heads up, they're gonna look right. Forward. And then smacks them right in the face. Yeah, I mean, of all the open space, though, like the odds of them actually getting hit are pretty small compared to how much space it could land in. Remember that line drive into uh, in softball gym inside class. gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. It's you guys see that it's always sunny episode. Is everyone where? Uh, I you, think so. Josh, I was there. Like, were you in that? Class? The one was it a kickball? Courtney no. got hit in the face with a, with a line drive. No. Oh, I wasn't there for that. No, I don't. I was there for the kickball. One okay. time, a girl got hit in the head with a kickball, fell down in the ball of fame, and hit her in the head again. <laughs> like said, in the same gravitational pool, it hit her in the head That's twice. Amazing. I had a hockey puck when we were playing floor hockey. It gets stuck in my shorts one time. It like went up in my shorts and just got like stuck in like the, the, the webbing. Place. And everybody was yeah. sitting yeah. you in the crotch with the hockey sticks. <laughs> well, no, no one were. I didn't even. We're all just like standing around, like where the where the ball go. And then all of a sudden it just like drops out of my shorts. I'm like, there it is. <laughs> the one time in gym class we were playing volleyball and I was we were like doing like three on three or something weird and like two of the people I was on a team with, one was Tyler we were mentioning earlier, he and the one other guy on the team, like they were screwing around and like they were both going for the same ball and like like a cartoon there ran into each other and fell over and somehow through it the other guy broke his arm. Wait, who broke their arm? Colby did. Wow. It was like Colby and Tyler and they ran into each other and like Colby like legitimately hurt himself over it. You guys remember the rock wall from middle school? We had this rock wall that wasn't high; it was more like long. side to side. It was long. Yeah. yeah, it was long. And I remember the tallest kid in our school like could touch the top. And he, I remember him asking the gym teacher, "Why the fuck did we put this thing in? Like, it's this thing is so pointless." <laughs> it was now that I rock. And we were now, like in sixth grade; like it was pointless. We were so small in sixth grade; it was yeah. pointless to a sixth. It's grader. for traversing. It's for going back and forth. And, like it's a stamina thing, sort of. Like, could you have fun with it now, you believe? Yeah, I'd be yeah. fine with it. I'd have a good time with it now. But back then, it didn't make any sense. Like, what is this? Yeah, because we all just wanted to climb high and We didn't even the bell. use it ever. Like, it just showed up, and, like, we looked at it once. And then we played, like, something stupid. Yeah, they didn't let us play with it. Do you guys remember when they made us test the Play World equipment? There was, like, that game yeah. thing that they brought in. Yeah. Wait, what? There was, like, this game. What was it? It was, like, this, like, it, these it colors like, would like, light up or something like that. Stuff. Yeah, you would, like, yeah. touch the buttons. I don't remember how it worked it was, exactly. Play World, it was, like, some I re- test. I remember they were, like, using us as, like, this. test subjects. Yeah, I remember that, but I don't remember any of it. I don't either. I just I remember, I remember like, it being, like, some light thing that they were going to put. I don't know if any playground in the world ever got that. Yeah, I... Our class has a weird history for testing things. Like we yeah. were like a we're really, really big, guinea pigs for everything. We were a big guinea pig. There was a girl we went to high school with that uh, she was a guinea pig for uh, Chef Boyardee. Wait. She would go over when she was a kid and Chef Boyardee would sit her in this room with four other kids and they would have to test like the ravioli and like the, all those and they okay. used to have to say if they were good or not. That sounds like a dream. I mean, free food. Yeah. Like our class, like we had like there was like at least two different like state standardized tests that they tested on us for it like the yep. PSSAs the SSAs and then yeah, guinea pig for the keystone yeah the keystone exams oh, are yeah. now a thing in PA that we tested and it was like um, four of the same standardized tests they had. there was like an online math it was called study island where they Ooh. took like a big group of like kids from our class and like stuck us in there and like we had to like do math problems and stuff and like they made it seem like it was something that we just needed to get ready for the test but it was actually just like a test thing for us like we didn't need the math help. They were just testing the program, but they made it seem like we needed the math help. Somehow I was lucky enough to not have to do that. I never had Study Island either. Did you, do you have Study Island, Jared? No. Was I, I the only I one? All right, no. What was the yeah. day four program? 
Day four programs were where we would all be like put in the auditorium and they would have like a certain uh, topic. Yeah. Or um, in our <laughs> homerooms, they <laughs> would make us like go over a specific. Is is that the one where somebody asked if the drunk driver ever dies if they're in a car accident? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Why am I laughing? Does uh, anyone else remember this? Have, yeah. <laughs> don't remember you don't remember this? There was this presentation on drinking and driving, and yeah. one it? girl raised her hand and was like, so are there ever any situations where the drunk driver is the one that dies and not the other person? Because, like, they showed us a bunch of examples yeah, where, where, the, where the the person who wasn't drunk Well, because they also driving. showed us that Simple Plan music video. I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of experiments, six times seven. Uh, Chuck, uh, cheek rain, 42. The video in Home Ec they showed us the Down syndrome kids, and it was like, Don't, don't laugh, laugh at me, oh, <laughs> don't call yeah, me names. And like, that. none of us, like, the only thing that was funny about that was like the song. Like, we didn't care about the Down yeah. syndrome kids. Do you re- the song was funny? Yeah. And I remember we watched this video in physics where it was Stephen Hawking, and it was him talking. <laughs> And I couldn't stop laughing. And it wasn't because of Stephen Hawking. Like, I don't care. Yes, that it was. No, it wasn't. I, don't, yes, it was. I do not care that he was in a wheelchair or that he was talking. <laughs> what was, was funny was angles. the camera angles. Is like they were at Harvard University. And they just had him, like, wheeling around on his wheelchair, blowing out his battery. And there was all these, like, different angles of, like, the sunset behind him. And it was, like, a silhouette of, like, him on top of a hill. And it was just, like, this dark shadow in a wheelchair. That's what I found funny. I and I got yelled that. at because I thought I was laughing. But that's what I was laughing at. I was not laughing at Stephen Hogging. I think he's an excellent physicist. And rest, may he rest in peace forever. This has really stuck with Michael. He's been struggling with this for a long time. He definitely was not laughing at Stephen Hawking. It was the camera work. Yeah, it was the camera work. Like, the guy was like, Stephen, why don't you drive? Drive up on that top of that crest of that hill with the sun in the background. We're gonna get a silhouette of you well, driving you in your wheelchair. They have like close-ups with him, and he's just there. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, that was a poor choice. And I, everybody was making fun of me because I was laughing because they thought I was making fun of a guy in a wheelchair, and I was not. I was making fun of the camera guy who decided that it was a good idea for these camera angles with Stephen Hawking. That was the guy I was laughing at, not Stephen Hawking. Again, may he rest in peace forever. He was a great. Great physicist and maybe the most the smartest guy we've ever had on the earth. Well, yeah, I mean he was pretty smart. <laughs> but I mean, wasn't it all? It was all theoretical stuff, right? I mean, most most space did. stuff most is space theory, stuff. unfortunately. Well, I mean, it's it's all like it's like proven by math, but you can only go so far yeah, with that. I mean, in some ways. you can like theorize based yeah. off the math. Yeah, you, you can make the math work, but if that's how it happened, that's it's kind of impossible There's, to know it, now. It's, it's like you're trying to answer questions that we can never can know answer. an answer. A true, like, answer. On that topic, has everyone seen The Theory of Everything? No. no. It's a pretty good movie. That okay. was on Netflix, or it came out on Netflix or Hulu, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I you should, you should watch it. it. What is this? It's uh, the, theory the theory of everything. everything. It's the one about like his life. Like yeah. he, he was okay. not always paraplegic. Like he, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, like yeah. his late his early thirties, I believe, is when he started taking 20s, on. It. Oh, is that the one yeah. that got nominated for the many awards? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking well, about now. Yeah, yeah, he had. Yeah. I mean, he had ALS, wasn't yeah. it? it was yeah. 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 So he like really started kind of like if the nicest word I can use is deteriorate yeah, in like his late twenties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, but he lived to be 70 Well, that's what he was in. He was alive for a while. <laughs> Did anyone see the, the Reddit post on that? No. Re- the day, the, the night that he died, someone posted, 
a question on Reddit. How is it that ALS killed so many people so early in life, but Stephen Hawking is still alive? And that's the night that he died. And the OP was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it's... I mean, they usually say it's a bunch of factors. One of them is uh, uh, the will to live. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, once you lose your motor skills, they just... You need to deteriorate yourself, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, if I was in that, I would probably do that. I, I can't imagine being in that situation. I actually saved a picture from when he passed away on Reddit. It was a picture of kind of like somebody... Good camera angle? Yeah. No, under, like, it was angle. like a picture almost like he was underwater, but he was shedding, shedding his wheelchair, and like his wheelchair was behind him, and he was floating towards the top. It was kind of cool. I would hope, like the deleted scene of Scary Movie 2 where David Cross and they were all ghosts... I'm still in a wheelchair. This is bullshit. <laughs> How do we even get on that topic? Oh, okay. We were testing things. Yeah, so we made a mention of it a sec, of a little bit earlier. So there was this one point where they tried to teach this new way of learning math where I wasn't in the class for it. So, like, I guess I'll give it to Jared on this one. Like, You weren't even in her school yeah, yet. Yeah, like, I hadn't gone to the school yet. So... Basically, they called it funny pictures. Um, I don't know the proper name of it. But what they would do is each each letter would associate with a a pronunciation. Like um, six was associated with ch, like ch, ch. Um, And then like seven was a k, like a k, k, k. So they would try to, you'd basically put it together, they would, so like six times seven, they would put like cha-ka, and then they would make up like a little, what they considered a funny picture, to help you try to associate, like basically memorize multiplication through these pictures. So six times seven, it was like cha-ka, it showed someone's cheek. And then it showed rain falling on it. And then it was like 42. So basically you were supposed to memorize the whole phrase. And as I reflect on it, it's very cultish. Like, as you, as we were, like, reciting all these things. Um, Four but, times six. Well, see, I don't remember one through five. Okay, well, so seven times eight. Cuff, leash, 56. What is eight times seven, then? Uh, same... It's, that's, you know, come to think of it. <laughs> well, you just said kafa, so I was wondering if it was the other Wait, way around. Maggie remembers this stuff too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, I, I think it was uh, fuck, uh, fuck <laughs> you. Watch your really good. What I was going for. So it, it was only one sided. So think. you could you could only have a kafa. You could have a fuck. Huh? I, I think. Well, yeah, we're trying to avoid that. So, like, nine times... Or, <laughs> this is a bad idea. This is a terrible idea. Eight times nine, fa-pa-fi-pay cone. But nine times eight was also fa-pa-fi-pay cone 72. I think they only showed it one more... Oh, my gosh, this was a dumb system. So but the thing I, is, I still remember them. From what I... Like, I moved to the school district after this, and I heard them tell the story, and my favorite part of the story is, like, what's it, a week later? They just like, hey, forget that. Yeah. Uh, you know what anything. you learned? Don't listen to anything we just taught you. Is this 
kind of like another just school subject, but uh, we used to have this guidance counselor that would come into our room and give us guidance our senior year to tell us like how to yeah move along with college. So we'll refer to him as Mr. S. Mr. And when he would walk into our the room, we had this one outgoing kid that would be like, "Everybody, let's give it up for Mr. S." And everybody would start clapping, and then he would, like, the first week, he was like, guys, guys, please calm it down, this is great. Like, he envied it. Then he came in the second week, he still envied it, and he used to come in almost weekly or bi-weekly, and every time, this one student would always call him out and do this, and we thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and then after, he was like, okay, this is not funny anymore, please stop this, but... uh, our grade was angsty, and we did not stop. Um, so then he believed that we were making fun of him, which we were. Uh, and then, was accurate. So when we really came to the conclusion that he did not like it was we were practicing for graduation, and Jared got nominated for something. And Jared walked up there, and we all started clapping, and we're, like, cheering on our buddy. All right, let's give it up and here. Yeah, Mr. S came up to us and was like, please stop, you guys are making fun of him. And uh, the outgoing kid was like, no, Mr. Shriver, you see, we actually like Jared. We don't like you. You're an asshole. Or whatever he said to him. And Mr. S was an asshole. Um, But... Big cowboy. Yeah, I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but I was just thinking about it, and it was pretty... Well, speaking of school, what was your favorite school subject? Lunch. Okay. There was a lot of good times at lunch. Yeah, we used to have this random kid named Sam. Well, he wasn't random. He was a cool kid he named was Sam. Random, he was, um, he was but anyway, kids. he used to like yeah. He used to find out like whose birthday it was. Like our lunch wasn't just like seniors. It was like a mixture of seniors, juniors, sophomores, and maybe a mixture of a couple, couple freshmen. freshmen. Um, it depended on which lunch you had. But Sam would always find out somebody's birthday or a random like political topic, and then he would stand up on top of the chairs and like go off on this tangent, and he would get about. Maybe 30 seconds in until the aides would make it over to him and tell him to sit down. Or the principal would come down and tell him to sit down. Um, but, yeah. And I remember uh, this one freshman kid that was pretty cool. He used to come over and sit on Sam's lap. And uh, the aides all thought they were homosexual. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they told him that they were not allowed to sit on each other's lap. It was not the case at all. But it was really funny to watch I that go down at that just point. just remember that Sam stuck his arms... Through, uh, through Noah's, Noah's sweater, yeah. he there, like, <laughs> pretending his arms. He was feeding him like a little. Yeah, he was pretending to be his arms. And he was feeding Noah. Yeah, I think one of my favorite memories of lunch was the one time. Like we had, we didn't have milk cartons. We had like these little plastic milk bottles. And the one time, this kid named Donnie, he grabbed a milk bottle and came up to our table and slammed it down really hard. And, like, immediately everyone at the table, like, knew exactly what he was about to do. We're like, Donnie, no! And then, like, he squeezed it, like, his full strength and just, like, milk exploded everywhere. Do you remember, who was it at your table that used to pop the, the, the chip bag and uh, it sounded no, like a bomb going off? I used to, like, while well, in my lunch, like, we used to have, like, all of these giant, like, Ziploc bags for, like, storing... It was, like, hey, Donnie, gallon this. So, like, we would, like, take, like, the gallon, like, Ziploc bag, and, like, I would blow it up with more air, and, like, one of us was, like, smacking it. And it would sound like a gunshot. Like, the whole interior would go completely <laughs> silent. You could silent and look at their table. It's just, like, yep, complete silence. We just what look around. Happened? What was that? Oh, that's where we used to... That's where Boys Club originated. Well, somewhat originated. We kind of pushed... We pushed the Boys Club. Yeah, yeah. Really Tyler... Jared, kids sitting next to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> there was so during the course of our high school career, there were two. Well, uh, give the give the introduction of how Boys Club started. 
Well, if there is a general... All right, so there were two different fake clubs I accidentally started during our high school. The one was Schnorkel Club, so it was a club where we would hang posters and we claimed that we were like a like an intramural... Snorkeling team. Yeah, like an intramural snorkeling team. We, and we, like, we told everybody that we filled up the swimming pool with sand and we yeah, had to dive like we, for jewels yeah. and like stuff we, like that. Like, we had, like, this whole system. Like, so, like, we would, like... Yeah, like, the way the game worked is, like, we told them, like, the way competitive snorkeling works is you go to a pool and, like, you put sand at the bottom of the pool, <laughs> you, and you hide these trinkets, and then you get a laminated, laminated piece, of paper, piece of paper, and then you go to the pool, and, like, whoever finds the most trinkets wins, and, like, they're, like, matched, like, we claimed, like, there were other schools that we competed against. Yeah. So, like, we... And we you were ranked, these, like, a number one, yeah, number like, two. Like we, Jared was number one in the nation. No, I kept getting bumped down to three No, we we made No, we made up a person. We said there was, like, a Steven or someone that was number one. Like, yeah. Steven was one, like, Jared was, like, two or something. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so like yeah, like we made these rules up and like we like we spread it and like we would hang up poses and stuff and like the whole school got really into it and thought it was real. And like we had like a fake um fundraiser, so like we sold like frozen pizza and cookie dough. And then like we did that and then we went through a fake financial crisis and then Study Island happened, so then like we had a poster saying like we were all in Study Island, we couldn't have practice. And then after that no, then after that, then was the financial crisis and we brought the frozen pizza and cookie dough back. Yeah. And then we went to districts and the season was over. <laughs> Yep. So that was Snorkel Club. So then the year after that, like, hey, Snorkel Club, like, that was our junior year. The year after, like, hey, that was fun. We should see if we can do this again. So one day, like, we were walking the halls, like, we had started high-fiving, and we just said... You high-five with Glenn, right? That was a Yeah, there's a guy, there's a kid named Glenn, and, like, we high-fived, and, like, someone said Boys Club, and, like, all right, I guess that's the club name. And, like, we just... Boys Club was a club where, like, we would see each other in the hallway, be really obnoxious and high-five, and then scatter. And that was all it was supposed to be. And somehow through that, the administration thought that, well, one, they never gave me credit for this. Like, I was normally, like, the one that was kind of, like, the center of this nonsense. Tyler but, like, was. our friend Tyler was always the one that they blamed for everything. Tyler got, and Colby. Yeah, yeah like, those two got, got blamed. Blame. And, like, yeah, those two got the blame for it. And, like, it got to the point, they didn't even know my name. Like, they, I, I would always get dragged in trouble just because, like, I was in the proximity. Like, I started these things, but I never got credit for starting these things. So it was really weird, but... So we started, like, high-fiving the same boys club, and, like, the administration thought it was Tyler who they thought started the club. It was his way of having an organized bullying ring. Well, no, they believed it was, like, a conspiracy to bring yeah. down the administration, too. It was that? Yeah, it was, what like... Were, what were a bunch of post-pubescent high schoolers going to do the administration that actually mattered? Why were, we why were just high-fiving. Like, at any so point, threatened? it was just high-fiving. But, but why were they... Why, what is so threatening about this? Well, I don't know. Like, it was around the same time that Tyler... Like, we were, as we said earlier, we were really obnoxious during lunch. And the one time a freshman kid had enough of it, and he started threatening us, and he said he was going to hit Tyler in the face. And, of course, we just laughed oh, him down. Like, it was, I forgot about that. It was pretty demeaning. Our reaction was <laughs> pretty rough to him. Oh, yeah. And I then, remember having shop class, and this yeah. kid was, like, talking it up, like, I'm going to punch Tyler Diddy. And I still just laughed it off. Yeah. Like, and came, then that was the day Josh finished the story. Yeah, and then he, he actually did. He did. He came up and hit Tyler a couple of times. Tyler kept laughing, and then, like, we got him <laughs> off. And then that's when... We found out that the administration thought was, that boys club was like Tyler gathering together all the senior boys and telling them who to bully. It was like an organized bullying ring. Like Tyler's saying, hey, you need to go find this kid and bully him hard. And like that's not – one, like when you say that out loud, like I don't understand like our administration's thought process, how this seemed like it made sense. But 
it did to them. The funny thing about, like, the boys' club is, like, the people that were doing boys' club weren't even considered... We didn't really have cliques, but we weren't, like, weren't even considered, like, the popular gang to be the ones that no. were bullying people. Like, we were considered, like, probably more loner-ish. In, in typical high school stereotypes, we were probably considered more loner-ish to be, to be bullying other people it didn't, it didn't add up. We were, like, in the movie, we were, like, the typical NPC that, like, is half of a second in, like, the background of the scene. We were the yes. kids that got to class on time and did our homework but like somehow we were the bullies in the movies we are the extras to make sure like the lunch scene looks full (laughs) there's like like, the crowd of people like yeah these are the main characters we were the guys like are in the background like eating lunch and like look like they're talking like that would be who we were (laughs) oh yeah background person but yeah we were the conspiracy that was bringing down the entire administration because we were high-fiving in the hallway which only was what it only ever really was thinking about it I think that's the only time I've ever actually seen you upset was I remember watching you pull said child off of Tyler. I mean, yeah, it was kind of frustrating. <laughs> out of nowhere and, like, punched Tyler in the head and Tyler <laughs> laughed because he was like, I can't believe this is actually happening. And then he punched him again and then Tyler fell back in his chair. Like, Tyler, like, kind of, like, ducked down a little bit because yeah. he was getting hit in the head. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, they pulled the kid off of Tyler, but Tyler was the one that got took into the office and got in trouble yeah, for like it. They, yeah, like, he, they pulled him away and just, like, sat him in a chair and then they pulled us all in the office. And I remember... The kids' friends like sat there, like pointing and laughing at us. We're just like, sure, like we don't know, like this doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember him talking about it in shop class, and I was like, "There's no way that this kid's gonna punch like a senior in the head." Like, oh, he did. Didn't it, he did. And I, as soon as I was sitting at the lunch table, and as soon as I saw this kid stand up, I was like, "Holy shit, he's actually gonna do it!" And well, in, a matter of, in a matter of se- in a matter of seconds, he yeah made his move. He punched Tyler once or twice, and then it was over. And yeah. <laughs> oh, I, man. Weird. I completely forgot about that. Eight years later, we're laughing yeah. about yeah, it. Here yeah, we are. It's sitting in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> and head punching kids probably laughing about it, too. I so. wonder if he has a podcast and he's talking about it. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's on the opposite po- podcast, Anti-Boys Club podcast. What's it? What would it be? Like <laughs> a, a table in the kitchen? Say a podium in an attic or something? Uh, a <laughs> table in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, what is the opposite Futon of a table? in a trailer? Uh... Opposite of a table, yeah, I don't know, like something that you don't sit things on. <laughs> uh, a standing table. Uh, that's still a table. Boy, yeah. Stephen Hawking's died too ta- soon. Coffee, we need coffee table in an alley. Nightstand in a bedroom. <laughs> hey, we need Stephen Hawking's in on this one. What yeah. is the opposite of a table? Rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. Rest Great. in peace. Nothing is funny about you, just the camera. Except the camera. <laughs> Except the camera angles that they chose to shot you in that movie. <laughs> Let's get a shot of the sunset behind it. It was a good angle. <laughs> Very artsy. What, what class did you watch that well, we in? We watched that Probably in physics. Uh, physics. Mr. E's class, physics, yeah. 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 Wow. Something I think is class. interesting. Since we left high school, like, all the teachers we had disappeared. Yeah. Like, was there the, any? Uh, like, wrestler. I mean, the, the principal that was there, she was started the being vice principal, principal when now we were principal. a senior yeah. when we were seniors and she became the full-time principal i think it was after that she was still the vice principal that year yeah yeah but she's right. there and uh mr and mrs d are the only other two what about uh, i think mr z retired what, what about l like the chemistry teacher? he's gone now he like he's he gone. left halfway through this year he's gone and yeah like nice. the mr e who we mentioned like he left the country he made it yeah. out he, he <laughs> was uh he's teaching physics in I was say, like he was Turkey teaching or something like that i don't believe he, was yeah, he went to the czech republic i remember the highest level physics that's what happens when you work at our school district. Like, hey, this is terrible. I'm going to go <laughs> work out of the country now. That's so unfortunate with, like, those, like, science degrees. Like, I guarantee you Mr. L and, like, Mr. E, like, didn't want to be high school. Like, 
With like that well, stuff, like well, I feel like your dreams are so high when it comes to like science, like like <laughs> physics and chemistry. Like there's so I many opportunities. Well, we know someone Mr. else. That he, he actually did want it. Yeah, I think both E and O wanted yeah. to teach. Where do you go with a physics degree, though? Like if you get your master's in physics, like what are your opportunities? Like a rocket scientist? Uh, uh, you could do something like you could do probably different engineering too. Yeah, it's not like typical engineering, but. Like, another person we graduated with whose name is also Mike, he graduated with a physics degree, and he also teaches. So it's just, like, it's one of those career options. Like, yeah. Like, for the sciences and math, I think you don't need to actually, like, go to school specifically for teaching. Like, you just need to you get, like, a to teaching certificate. Well, like, when you're in high school and you're a senior, you, everyone, every single person that graduates high school believes they're going to make $100,000 a year. Uh, until they graduate college, and then they realize how much money they actually make. And then they're like, you know, when all my teachers settled to be a teacher... They maybe only make fifty thousand or less a year, but they also get pension when they yeah. retire. Like you put all those considerations, but when you're in high school, you automatically yeah, you do, but you automatically think that you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars. Like that's just I what everybody you, believes. I did. I'm going to be the greatest ever at my job, and I'm going to go on to make a hundred thousand dollars. Do you remember when that moment or that reality kicked in for you? I do. Yeah. Um, it, the reality is, is when you graduate college. You're not going to be a manager. You have to start out at the bottom and work up just like everybody else. Like, you're going to be at a higher position than what other people would be, but you still have to work up to that. Oh, yeah. Like, I, in my job that I'm in now, I'm working up towards that. And it's just a realization. Like, you're not going to be on top of everybody. you got to work up to it. Like, I wish in high school they would have stressed the fact how important benefits are. Like, in economics class, I remember, like, we did, like, a project where, like, we picked a job and, like, we would, like, budget things out. But, like... It all just focused on, like, our salary, but, like, that we never mentioned, like, how, like benefits are probably the most important thing at this point. Like, I need health insurance. and I Oh, need, yeah. Like, I mean, that's uh, however that's, much out of your each that's paycheck. That's partly yeah. why I'm staying where I'm at. It's like, yeah, could the pay be better? Most definitely. But I'm making enough to, like, pay my bills, and I have health insurance. Well, yeah, Jared and I want to go snowboarding. If he breaks himself, <laughs> like... It, you're, you know you're covered. It's not coming out of your pocket. I mean, some of it will, but in like, the end, once like, I cover my premium yeah. or whatever, I'm I'm covered. That's. Uh, I mean, you have to remember that's also like high school was pre Obamacare even. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. The whole system was. wasn't as crazy as it is now. Yeah, like, it's a mess. But yeah, that's all. Like for like my situation, that's like I like a lot what I do, but I don't get benefits through it. So it's one of those things like. I have to leave a job I like a lot for the sake of getting another job that I probably will not like anywhere near as much just for the sake of not being able to pay for my medical bills. Out of, yeah, pocket, yeah. Say, like, it's just, I don't like the system. And unfortunately, you can't get away with just, like, no insurance. Like, you have no. to get the government yeah. minimum when it comes to health care, too. Like, so even with the government minimum, that's still, like... $800 a year, whatever like it is, yeah. still, like, a pretty penny. Yeah, it's the same as, like, auto insurance. Yeah. It's a pretty good chunk every year. And like for health insurance, I'd rather not go with like the general. That's like <laughs> bare bottom price. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't understand it like until I became an adult. But like the general is like, this is just so like you don't get in trouble for not having insurance. Like the goal is to have some good insurance because like if you get sick, like it would be helpful to have something that will help pay for the cost. Not hey, I have this just so I can have this. I yeah. still believe like when I I think my auto insurance is still the bare minimum. Like it's the lowest. I'm not sure what the next grade up would be, but I also drive a 15-year-old vehicle, so yeah, I'm okay. I'm not really concerned if it gets wrecked. I'll just have to get something else. I'm going to have mine paid off within, like, 
the end of the month, and then I get to drop my coverage. That's going to be nice. Yeah, mine's been paid off since I got it, and it's nice to make payments to myself, but I'm nervous that it'll ever die because it's just... Yeah, yeah, I don't want to have to do car payments. I don't have any now. I have that luxury. Uh, yeah, so the, the day that comes around when I potentially have to make car payments again is going to not be it's it. Nice. Insurance is the worst part. Yeah, like really yeah. yeah if you have car payments, it's like, yeah. Okay, let's get on to like a more fun subject. Okay. <laughs> Besides, I insurance. have a Why insurance. are we talking? Insurance is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about right. auto insurance? <laughs> not Check your rates, guys. <laughs> so not that this is a fun topic, but... 15 minutes or more can say... Now that we're on... There are podcasts devoted to things. I like know, that. but we're not that podcast. <laughs> well, Josh and Jared are not that podcast. Right. Sorry about that. Anyways, so... T and a B is not this, about that. This reminds me of this adult-ish conversation. I am on call for jury duty for the month of February. Oh! And I found... I who's found, the murderer? I don't know. Like, I'm on call... Like, it's a... It's I'll get it. It's a Scranton Strangler. Is it a good case? No, like, I don't know yet. Like, no. it's an awful system. So one, the worst part of it, it was the day after Christmas. So I'm like, wow, I love Christmas. This is great. And then, like, the next day, and, like, I get my jury duty letter. I'm like, what is this? You get paid $18 a day or whatever uh, the hell it is. Let's say that's, yeah, but don't they feed you? Okay, yeah, so here's... free like, lunch. Yeah, you get free lunch. So I have... That's worth it a I lot. have <laughs> a butcher shop for beasts with the system, as I've come to understand it. So... One, I have to check every single Friday to see if I'm scheduled. So I don't know when I have to go in for jury duty till the Friday before. So I work a non-salary job. So if I don't show up for work, I don't get paid. And also when they schedule me, like, it's not under the expectation that I'll suddenly have to cancel last minute. So that's kind of an issue for me. And also... You do get a jury fee, but the fee is fifty dollars per day, which is like well, they raised it though. It wow, used to be like that's a good deal. A day, well, so, even yeah. then, like that's still less than half of what I make. Oh, so yeah. like, I have to like cancel my job and then make less money to do like this government thing. And yeah, I also never know when it's going to be. It's like every Friday for like the next month, I have to check to make sure like when I have to report. And like, well, yeah, but as okay. quoted by Stanley Hudson, you get to sit in a room. And judge people and get paid, but and you get a free lunch. Okay, so he, you want to know how to get out of it? Now that's another problem. That say I you have. know the person <laughs> to get out of it. Like you have to like either make yourself look like a complete jerk or lie. Yeah. So just say, all right, if you were to look at him, like would you would you determine someone's innocence or guilty based on how they look? Like absolutely, that guy looks guilty. Okay, but I don't. Feel and hard. boom, you're out of there. Okay, that's great. I don't want to lie for my own convenience, though. The dude, like my own personal moral code, I don't want to just lie for the sake of getting out of. The something. dude in this case used to work at a convenience store that I bought water from a lot. I know him very. Well, oh, I know out. that guy. No, yeah. I don't want to do. That's another problem. Like, I don't. The only way to get out of it is to lie or look ridiculous. And like, you, they have the option. Like, put in like a request. Like, I put in like an employment request saying, "Hey, like, I'm on salary and I work for a school district that doesn't have many people in my position, so they can't replace me really at all if I have to like last minute get out." And like, it got denied just because it got denied because I don't know why. So like, that's an issue. And also, when on the letter it really makes it clear like this is like about like a main point of our judicial system like they try to like guilt you into it with like like nationalism sort of thing which nationalism is fine with me but at the same time though like the fact that they have to like guilt you into being part of this system like it frustrates me that we have a process that this like it's this full of errors and we still, like, we just keep it the way it is because that's the way it is. Yeah. Like, pro- like anything man-made, my favorite part of, like, man-made things is we're allowed to change them and make them better, but we just refuse to do that with jury duty in the jury system just because it's inconvenient to change it or we've been doing it for too long. How do you change 
I don't know. Like, I'm not the person that should be figuring this out. <laughs> I have a business degree. I'm not yeah, but someone that... Yeah, but Josh, free meal. I don't... It doesn't say anything about a free meal There's no such in thing my contract. <laughs> Tins to Apple. And also... So the government is the one having me do this. The government's also the person I pay my student loans to. So yeah. By them scheduling me for jury duty and paying me less makes me unable to pay my student bills. The same government that paid me less is also going to raise my interest rates. It's a... <laughs> I don't like the system I'm in. I don't like the predicament. Well, I mean... What I'm hearing is you should go get your law degree and you should change it. Yeah. You, sh- I, you should be the change I should just go get it. my law degree. It sounds like you should be a politician. So at this point, Mike was checking the camera. This is the third time in a row that we haven't gotten the full video. I believe your phone's dead. It did not light up when I pushed the home button. That might also have happened, too. <laughs> We get to, this may never make the YouTube simply because of my own technical incompetencies. Like, I well, refuse. Like, it might be hard to with yeah, your current phone. I was about to say, I only have, like, the maximum storage on my phone is 15 gigs. I only You're have, using like, an iPhone 5S. So how many iPhones are we up to now? A 10. We're about we're at 11. 11. I, yeah, iPhone yeah. 11. What? It comes out in, like, six months. Yeah. That's it. XS? Like, no, it's, like, 10 months. When this, well, no, you know, that, well, I guess the X would have been the 9. Because the, uh, Apple's yeah. making enough money, they've been complaining about, oh, we're not making money. No, they do not have enough money. You need to give them more money, Jared. That's the like, problem. Apple, I think... When give I more in, of your money to Apple. Like, they have a bunch of money that's just, like, sitting around, I think. Cause last, when I was in business school, that was an issue with Apple. They had too much money that they weren't using for anything. Yeah, well, well yeah, around. they could buy Disney in cash, like... The, the problem is they were the first company to reach $1 trillion, and now they're worth like $450 billion. Like, they dropped half of their value. That's because of their shenanigans. Yeah. Make an iPhone I'm sorry, give me my headphone jack. jack. I say, I want no, my headphone jack back. I like the headphone jack. I don't care you if it's black. You guys are totally against the system. You need to buy more from Apple. Please buy more Apple products. That's how they get back up to a trillion. We need to get them back up there. Well, I buy five apples. They do it just fine. Well, they do it just fine as is. They make phones that are designed to break after a certain period of time. And you then guys they hold make on to your phones too long. You need to upgrade every other year or every year. Every other week. You yeah. need to get a new phone every single yeah, yeah. week. Yeah, they always come out with new stuff. Yeah, you, you need to have the latest. You can always get more iCloud storage, and you can always get a bigger phone. Jared will hold on to this phone until it's... Garbage. Yeah, the screen is designed to feel like soap. It's not soap, but it's a special technology they designed, and you should pay several thousand dollars to have this same screen. Yeah, Jared lasted a year and a half on an iPod Touch that didn't have a screen. The only way to access it was was through voice control. Yeah. Please play songs by (laughs) this band. You do not have any songs by that. Oh, shoot, I forgot to put them on. Um, Play songs by System of a Down. Play artist Touche Amour. Play Touche (laughs) Amoret. So yeah. So for you YouTubers out there that are going to leave terrible comments telling me how to film this better, my answer to you is that I don't feel like it. Up I'm yours. going to use up yours. I'm going to continue to use my iPhone because I don't have to pay anything more at this point. I'm not going to buy a camera for a thing that happens in a basement. Yeah, you can probably buy like a Canon PowerShot out of yard sale for like that is three dollars more. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where you're finding these yard sale deals at, Luke? We all have to let me know. Then I feel like investing for a camera, especially for a podcast. <laughs> a power shot. I haven't. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't miss those Maria Sharapova commercials. Yeah, make every shot a power shot. <laughs> Who was in it? Maria Sharapova. Oh uh, yeah. She's like pretty high. Like she's winning a lot. She's. Is she still relevant? Yeah. Is she still in it? Well, she's... Or did she get out? I don't know. She knocked out one of the sisters. Oh, no, she knocked out the champion from last year. Yeah, she did. 
Warenka or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if the sisters are still in it or not. I don't know either. There was something controversial about them this year, and so they're still there. Something happened. They like threw the racket or something stupid with That Tennessee is ripe with controversy. Yeah. Always some big story report on the Tennessee. Yeah. I considered, I told Josh last night, I considered for the precursor to my wedding day to potentially having a tennis tournament. A little mini one. Yes. A tennis tournament. Then we can make it a tradition so every time that Mike gets married to his current fiance, we can have another tennis tournament. Yeah, we're going to get married every year just to get everybody together. Just for the tennis tournament. So are you going to just get a lot of gifts? Are you going (laughs) to renew your vows or are you actually going to file divorce? Lose half your stuff. Once a year, once a year, we're gonna tell each other we love each other, so that everybody comes together and sees us say that word. Is that like renewing vows? Is that what that's called? We're gonna hug, kiss, and say I love you, and then we're gonna have an entire crowd that was invited to our original wedding. We're gonna have an I love you part, an I love you party. Some dedication. Yeah, it's all for the tennis tournament. Don't don't be deceived. It's not as deep as it sounds. It's all for actually just for the all for the tennis. The Mike and Ashley prenuptial tennis tournament. That's right. Very excited. Yeah. Bring your rackets, folks. The annual. The annual, <laughs> annual I Love You Tennis Tournament. I Love You Tennis Tournament. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah, it's, it's touching. It is. It is touching. <laughs> touching. We should have more sports tournaments. We, should, we need more happiness yeah. like this. Yeah, we, tell I lo- we say I love you daily. So, I mean, that'll just be a random 365th day of the year we say I love you, and that's when... We'll have the tournament. Here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> what is a gay guy over here been married to his wife? <laughs> to his love of his life. His, his fiance. <laughs> gay. Nothing more gay than that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing more gay than saying I love you to a woman. <laughs> to your wife. <laughs> I would... That's that's something that's really gone away. I remember as like kids, of, like our friends, probably because we watched yeah. South Park. <laughs> You're so gay, man. Yeah, that's, that's not a word you can freely throw around. Oh much no, anymore. oh no, not in 2019. 2019. No, that's why I said homosexuals earlier because that's <laughs> you, you know one that wouldn't fly anymore or doesn't fly it like at all anymore the is word. the F word. Yeah, and like oh yeah, that is that was where I was gonna go with that. It's always sunny episode <laughs> is. Uh, there's this new it's one of the newer seasons where there's there's a piano falling from a building and Frank Danny DeVito yells out hey heads up F word (laughs) and Charlie kicks Mac so he's saved and they both get out of the way but Mac actually is a gay guy I believe in the newest season so it's like a big deal but yeah he says hey heads up F word (laughs) when that word drops like heads turn like things stop we really loosely used that word growing up oh as kids yeah that was like Like, that was was, like it was something like for like don't be a sissy or you dummy oh yeah or like an idiot yeah yeah, don't be an idiot like now it is new here it is like a bracelet it's yeah Yeah, that's that's a cut deep word which I guess is fine I'm not I am not for I mean, as people. kids, you loosely use those yeah. terms. In a place of business, I couldn't ever seeing myself. You F and F word. You F and F. Usually, yeah, you fucking F word. Yeah, they usually go together. So, yeah, I can't I'd say that that's accepted nowadays by any means. Yeah, I, oh, man, it's like there's some, some ones where it's, what, what we used to say as, like, kids at the pool, <laughs> boy, does that not fly. Yeah, back in Jared's pool rat days. Say, yeah. Pool rat mannerisms have changed a lot. Uh, yeah. 
we were kids. Yeah, it's not all about like all this scuttlebutt you can say over mini golf anymore. It's about swimming and being nice to each other. I think most of the way kids interact nowadays is through like Fortnite dancing. From what I've observed working in schools, I see a lot of. Yeah, they don't talk dancing. anymore. They just Fortnite dance to each other. A lot other of and they Fortnite know they dancing. Need. I had to shut it down. I so, don't like it. So we're regressing in our communication skills. Yeah, it's becoming like Indian tribal dances again. Say, kids' communication skills have regressed. You said, "Hey, stop flossing, you f words." No, you fucking f's. <laughs> the three f's, flossing, fucking f word. <laughs> if I were to ever get in trouble for like accidentally letting something like that just slip out of my mouth, I think my favorite. Like, not that I would be happy about it, but my favorite part of that process would be the fact that, like, Jared's mom would have to talk to me about yeah. it. Like, Jared's mom is my boss, so, like, I would have to get, like, scolded by Jared's mommy. <laughs> mommy, that's just such a... Mommy, now, mommy. Josh, I, I heard you used an offensive word. Would yes, you call Jared's her mommy in conversation? I would call her Jared's Thanks, mommy. mommy. Jared's mommy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I just got too angry, and I got excited, and I just let it slip. I don't normally say that word. I'm sorry. In the sexual manner, does mommy get thrown around as much as daddy? No, I don't. I, I hope not. I hope not. I don't. I don't like either. Either upset. I watched a drugs Inc. episode today, and it was about like the drugs like within porn. Yeah. And uh, the one girl what was. What is it, Molly? And uh, mostly cocaine. cocaine yeah. uh, the one girl, she was a hooker. And when the drug dealer came over and gave her what she needed, she was like, thanks, Daddy. Thanks, Daddy. But, like, I don't think, like, I've ever heard a guy uh, say, like, thank you, Mommy. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. It is well, really weird. It's, I don't know. There's, like, a theories on the origin of that. What, Daddy or Mommy? Like, the whole Daddy is, like, yeah. supposedly any like, girls gets, with, like, Daddy issues. R. Kelly gets referred to as Daddy, man. doesn't he? Apparently. Yeah, but he also pees on people, so. I think my favorite, the favorite thing <laughs> yeah, I heard, reputation. someone mentioned, yeah, it's been doing that. That's weird. Random, random, like, I'm just gonna, I'm going. just gonna cut him out. Okay. I mean, I'm on airplane yeah. mode, so it's so not. We've got me. a ghost in here. Just We have a ghost in here. I'm a ghost. Um, but I think one of the favorite things I heard about that documentary is they were like, he did all these atrocious things, but apparently every, like, eyewitness account or person was like, but boy, did he have the voice of an angel. Or, Man, can he sing? <laughs> and I even, I felt bad hearing about that because that is the first thing I said with all this stuff was, like, coming out. Like, yeah, apparently R. Kelly's, like, running a sex cult. That's terrible. My God, can that guy sing, though? He's got the voice. Pop- What's his popular song? I believe I can fly. Yeah, that's right. And also, this is remixed to Ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama be rolling that body, got every man in here wishing. I thought that was Nelly. I'm like, sworn so what, I'm drunk. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm Are about we going to have to pay for fun. how much you sing that song? Probably. Are we going to have to pay like some sort of bounce, copyright? Bounce, bounce, bounce. I thought that was Nelly. Like I said, I thought that was Nelly until this And he also did World's Greatest... I'm that star up in the sky. I'm that mountain. He had some bangers. That was on one of the first mixtapes my sister ever made to yeah. me when I was ten years old. Oh my dude. <laughs> that one, the hamster song. Um, there was a yeah, there was a Dixie there was a Dixie Chick song on that C D. Which I don't remember what else. Cowboy take me away. Was it Save the Horse Ride a Cowboy? Was it I all I remember is hamster. Uh, yeah, the hamster song, a Dixie Chick song, and then the R. Kelly, I'm the greatest, or world's but greatest. But yeah, I mean, the Space Jam era, I believe I can fly. Oh, such a good... Uh, again, horrible what he's done. Man, does that guy have talent, though. Yeah. So, we are about at the hour and a half marker, so... 
somehow we talked about these subjects for that long, which is amazing by every single regards. Look, so, but this is why this is why podcast trumps radio. Fair enough. We can talk about what, whatever. What we, about. we talked about radio versus podcast. We did some like interview questions. We talked about like um, insurances. We covered a lot of ground. So before we leave, though, one important thing to bring up: we now have an email address. Yes. We have table in a basement, all one word, at yahoo.com. So if you have any pressing questions or subjects that are that you, the audience, would like to hear us ramble on about slash rabbit trail off of, email us that. Table in a basement yeah. at yahoo.com. We're probably going to pick like three words out of your question and go on a 10-minute tangent. So if you like random ramblings, I know I do. That's what's going to happen. Yes. So if you want a direct answer, you might want to say in your email... Hey, F-words, how about you <laughs> get directly to the point? <laughs> all right. So I guess that's all of our time. Yep. Uh, yeah. Sorry that you didn't have anything better going on to listen to this. See you later. <laughs>